What's good? What's good, party people? It's your boy, Sway Max Sr., coming back at you for UFC 262. Man, let's get it. Uh, we got another championship fight to tap off the main event and to tap off the card. I think we were supposed to have two, I'm pretty sure, but one of them got canceled. Uh, but yeah, we got uh, Chandler versus Oliveira in the main event. We have a total of 12 fights, so we do have... You know, we've had 10, 9 fights. The last couple weeks have been crazy. So, we do have 12 fights this week. So, I mean, you know, should have a lot of close fights as well. You know, I kind of always do a quick little overview. Um, <clears throat> not too many huge favorites this week, <clears throat> which is good for variants. It's going to be really good. You're definitely going to want to play more than, you know, like a handful of lineups this week if you can um, to get that variance in because there's not too many sure bets in here. Um, you know, you got a lot of a lot of close fights. Not too many expected to end early as well, as far as Vegas is concerned. But I, I think I think we'll get some finishes here. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get it cracking. So to start off the night, we have Christoph Christos uh, Giagos going up against Sean Soriano. Um, look, man, this is gonna be a good fight. Soriano's coming back in the UFC. This is gonna be his second stint. Uh, you know, if you rather. Uh, Giagos minus 220 here currently as far as uh, DraftKings is considered. So he is currently the favorite. We don't have an inside the distance prop on this one. You know, uh, Giagos is going to be aggressive early. He's probably going to gas late would be my best bet. You know, uh, that minus 220 honestly is going to be tough to pay 9100 for him because I don't see him putting out Soriano. Now he could, you know, it's definitely possible. <clears throat> um, I just I just don't see it happening. Uh, I do think Soriano's a pretty good stand-up, a pretty good boxer, a pretty good kickboxer, you know. <clears throat> um, I think he is possibly going to make this a tough fight, especially if he can get out of that first round. Um, so it'd be dumb to tell you to fade this guy at 9,100, but I'll tell you what, I won't have – I'm not going to jam him into every single one of my lineups. Um, I'll definitely have some for sure. Uh, but I'm not going to jam him in all my lineups, you know. Uh, even just looking back at some of his wins, <clears throat> 70, 59, 92, 75, you know, like just, just nothing special from this guy. So, like I said, yeah, it's going to be tough to kind of pay that price for him. And in what's not like a sure, you know, fire bet that like, or at least, you know, close enough, like, yeah, he's probably going to knock this guy out. You know, I don't see that happening. And for that price tag, we need him to put a heavy workload on this dude which he's not known for or be able to knock him out early which he's not known for so i'll take my chances um on my educated guess there we'll uh we'll keep it rolling <clears throat> next up we have tucker lutz going up against kevin aguilar another decent fight here lutz minus 125 <clears throat> uh he's currently 8300 you got kevin aguilar at 7900 you know um Kevin Aguilar, he's in bad form, man. That's <clears throat> he's just not he hasn't been looking good. He's lost three of his last five. You know, hasn't won a fight in two years. You know, hasn't won a fight since back in 2019. And um he's just not looking good, man. He's real chinny. And, you know, I just I think he might be better just stylistically on the feet. But this is gonna be a stand-up scrap, man. I think this is gonna stay standing up. I do like Lutz to kind of edge this out just to be kind of quicker. Uh, a little more sharper, a little more powerful, you know, kind of just to point it out that way. 
not going to be a fight that I'm going to super target as far as DraftKings is concerned. I'm going to try to catch my points later on. Um, but this is a decent fight. My pick here is going to be Lutz. <clears throat> All right, next up we have Gina Mazzani here going up against uh, Priscilla Cachorera. Man, really good fight here. Mazzani minus 225. Don't know why she's minus 225 favorite. Really hasn't looked good. The girl has won one fight in the last five years. Like, seriously, she has only won one fight, and it was her last fight uh, against Rachel um, Ostevich, which uh, she, Rachel, like, that whole, I, I, we've talked, and, you know, and I, I had a buddy on here in the past, and I've talked to people before, and, you know, that whole class of girls that uh, Ostevich was a part of uh, in that tough house, eh, they're kind of, they're kind of starting to wash out now. They kind of had a little rise, you know, with like Macy Chase on and a couple of those fighters there. But uh, but yeah, they're starting to wash out now. Um, you know, we the girl who won it, we haven't even seen her fight in years. Um, you know, we haven't even seen her fight since since she won the belt. She had to give it up. She hasn't came back since. She just keeps pulling out of fights. Um, that's neither here nor there. But, you know, I just don't think stylistically this is a good fight either, honestly, for her. Um, you know, when it gets down to the nitty gritty, I think she probably has just more. Uh, she just probably she just probably does a little bit more as far as um, experience. You know, she 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 might have the wrestling and a little bit of striking. You know, and be able to do a little bit of you know pop a submission. You know, she just got kind of more in the bank. But um, but man, you know, Katra, she moved camps. Um, she's a very live dog here. You know, she's a very live dog. Um, Gina Mazzani is ninety three hundred on DraftKings. Super expensive. I'm not paying ninety three hundred for Gina Mazzani. Um, I'm uh, you know I'm probably gonna play like fifty sixty lineups, so I'm sure I'll have a little bit of her. And if it kills me, it kills me. But I like Cachoeira to tell you the truth. I think this is a fight you can probably pass on, but I do like uh, Cachoeira. Um, you know, Mazzani's basically going to have to get her to the ground and kind of beat her down and do that kind of thing. And I don't think she's going to be able to repeat that same performance. And yes, there's a little recency bias on Kachareb because she also, uh, you know, hasn't really looked good and then won her last fight against Shayna Dobson. Shayna Dobson was also in that house <laughs> uh, that I was talking about. So it makes it, again, kind of tough to judge. But in my opinion, I'm going to take the dog money on this one. I'm also going to take that value in DraftKings as well. Keep it moving. But I do like Mazzani a little bit. But, yeah, my, my pick's going to be Cachoeira. And, you know, I could be wrong here. But I uh, I just, you know, if this is just based on the last fight, um, I saw more out of Cachoeira than, than I did out of Mazzani. Um, and, you know, in my opinion, I think Mazzani just, you know, it, she just she just had her day. Uh, so we'll see. She might make me eat my words here. We'll see. Next up, we have uh, KGB Lee going up against Antonina Shevchenko. So we have uh, Andrea Lee going up against... The Shevchenko sister. Shevchenko's 9,200. Andrea Lee is uh, 7K. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting here. She's, uh, Antonina's the minus 122 favorite. Which is really not translating as far as DraftKings is concerned. So that tells you right off the bat that Andrea Lee is going to be a really good value at 7K. You know, I think uh, the thing with uh, with KGB is she kind of gasses a little bit. I do think she's the better boxer, though. <clears throat> um, I don't think we're going to have to worry about takedowns in this fight. If we do, I think the takedown's probably going to come from Shevchenko. She's looked great, man, to be honest. Even in her L's, you know, she hasn't, she's she's not looking terrible. Yeah, she lost to Chukagian. 
uh, you know, and that, that was kind of a tough, that was kind of a tough loss there. Um, but she hasn't been looking bad. She hasn't been looking bad. She's been, you know, she trains with the world champion. So we know she's getting better every day. And I think she's one of those fighters. And this is one of those situations where every time we see her, she's probably going to get a little bit better and be able to do a little bit more. So we'll see. I think she'll be able to point this out, to be honest with you, and get it done. So she is going to be my pick here. On DraftKings, though, it's going to be tough to pay that price for her. Uh, you know, 9200 again, if you're, <clears throat> uh, if you're forced to kind of go there, I don't mind it. But it's going to be tough to pay 9200 for it um, when I think there's a lot better value on the card as, as far as maybe finishes uh, or some, some big points to be scored, possibly. All right, next up we have... Jordan Wright going up against Jamie Pickett. Another good fight here. This is going to be our first fight of the night that's got an inside the distance prop at minus 235. So Vegas does think this one's going to end early. Um, this one's a basically a pick em, straight up pick em as far as Vegas is concerned. So no no lean one way or another. Um, you know, the, the book is out on both of these guys, right? It's super chinny. He's got he's got a little little swag, you know what I mean? He'll throw some kicks and stuff like that. But, like, dude takes one shot to the to the chin. He's going down. Both of them look bad in their fight, though, in their last fight. Um, Pickett, to me, he's just going to be he, he's just gonna be a little bit better, right? He's just going to be a little bit more powerful. He's going to be powerful enough to land that shot. Uh, he's going to be a little bit stronger, a little bit quicker, a little bit tougher, you know, that kind of thing. But let's not kid ourselves. This is going to be a low-level fight between two kind of low-level guys. That should stay standing up. And for that reason, uh, I don't see it getting sloppy here because if it does get sloppy, Wright's going to probably end up on his butt still. You know, he takes a shot, he's going to end up on his butt. Now, with that being said, um, you know, we have Jordan Wright at 8,100. We have Jamie Pickett at 8,100. This is usually a fight that you target anyway because of the pricing. So for that reason, I will have a little bit of right as far as a hedge or punts concern. Uh, but uh, Jamie Pickett is going to be my pick for the night. All right. And as we keep moving here, we have Lando Venata going up against Mike Grundy. Featherweight fight here. Um, uh, we, we're, we're going to start getting some better pricing here uh, as far as that's concerned because we've kind of gotten all of our top plays out of the way as far as pricing. 93, 92, 90, are all gone, so we should start getting into some good pricing here. Um, yeah, Landon Venato, Mike Grundy. Mike Grundy, 8,200. Um, Grundy currently the minus 129 favorite. <clears throat> this is going to be a banger, man. Um, questionable gas tanks on both of these guys. Venata's going to be real, real aggressive early. Decent takedown defense. Grundy's going to need to get this to the ground. Going to need to take him down and put pressure on him. Keep that pace up. Four, three rounds, possibly. If he does that, he's going to win this fight. Grundy, that is. So he is going to be my pick for DraftKings and for just the fight in general. Um, but yeah, this is a fight you probably want to target just a little bit. And next up, we have Matt Danger Snell going up against uh, Rodrigo <clears throat> uh, Bontorian. Another good fight here. Uh, Bontorian is currently the dog here. Um, just a second. Um, Bontorian is currently the the dog here. Pretty close fight, though. Shell at minus 165. This one's another inside the distance, uh, another fight that we have that's possibly going to go inside the distance <clears throat> or end early as far as Vegas is concerned. 
I'm on the fence, but I do think if it ends early, it's going to be uh, – well, there's two ways it can end early. We got a minus 125. Vontorian is sitting at 7,300. Matt Snell's coming back at 8,900. Vontorian's got heavy hands. He's going to swing a lot, man. He's going to swing heavy early. Um, super, super heavy shots. He's going to be aggressive early. Matt Snell is going to have to kind of withstand those shots or avoid those shots early. Uh, if he's able to do that, though, he's going to he's gonna just flex uh, on this dude. Probably Bontorian will gas out soon after he's th- he throws those heavy shots and, uh, you know, kind of puts that dude through through, like, his normal routine of what he likes to do. If he can't get it, he'll probably keep trying. And I think he gasses out after that, man. I think that's where Snell probably puts it on him. Probably in that second round, I can see him uh, getting the finish here. But, but yeah, he's got to avoid that big shot. He's He's got a good chin, you know. So, uh, so yeah, and he's pretty he's pretty decent everywhere, too. You know, like anywhere this fight goes, Matt Snell's probably going to uh, be just a little bit better. So, yeah, just got to avoid the big shots. So, for that reason, Bontorian definitely is a hedge play for sure. But Snell's going to be the pick. <clears throat> All right. And let's see. Next up, we have uh, Jacare Souza um, going up against Andre Munez. Man, this is a weird fight, man. Because Jacare would be, you know, like really, really heavily favored if this was a year or two ago. It, Basically, any time before he lost to Kevin Holland, uh, this would have been a, a lopsided matchup as far as Vegas is concerned. But nonetheless, here we are, man. Bad form for Jacare. He's coming in off tough three losses. That last loss was real tough. Um, he got he got knocked out from bottom, which just does not happen, you know. Um, so that tells you his chin is kind of real shot, man, that he's not able to take those shots. You know, Jock Gray, believe it or not, hasn't won a fight since 2018. Now, in my opinion, he's going to be technically better everywhere. This one's got a minus 125 inside the distance prop. You're going to get Jock Gray at 8,500. Munez, you're going to get at 7,700. This is a target fight for sure, and I think you probably want to equal shares to about both of these guys. But in my opinion, um, I think we're going to get lower ownership on Munez. I think people are still just going to see Jock Ray and still just going to kind of flock to the name and go there. It's a pay-per-view uh, as well, so I think people will get there. Um, but, yeah, you probably want to go ahead and spread your ownership out to both of these guys. I do see a finish here. If Munez is able to sub out uh, Jock Ray, man, I mean, it's it, he needs to hang it up. I swear Jock Ray is like 40-something. So, I mean, he definitely it's probably time here. He takes that L. I doubt we see him again. All right, and next up we have Shane Burgos going up against Edson Barbosa. Another good fight here. Um, Burgos is minus 152, so another close fight like we've been talking about. A lot of close fights that really can go either way. Uh, But Burgos is minus 152. Look, uh, you know, 8,400, you know, you got Barbosa coming back at 7,800. Barbosa is definitely live here as far as value is concerned. Burgos is also a pretty good value at 8,400. You're getting him, you know, below that 8,500 mark. Dude's going to throw a ton of strikes. I either see a finish here or I see a ton of significant strikes from the winner and a ton of strikes. And so either way, I think uh, this is probably a target fight because the winner is more than likely going to score well. Barboza, I think, will get at lower ownership. Bad form. Lost his last three. Lost his last three. Has not looked good even in the ones that he's won. Uh, Shane Burgos has really only lost one, you know, he's lost two fights, but 
you know, he's, he's been on a real nice streak, only lost two fights in his entire career as far as the UFC is concerned, and uh, he's going to be the better boxer here. The only thing I don't like is this dude, like, boxes with his hands down, and if Barboza catches that and catches you with a kick or something like that, like, it's night-night. He might have a little, he might be a little bit chinny as well, you know. This fight will definitely tell us because Barbosa is more than likely going to test that chin. Um, but my personal pick is going to be uh, Burgos here. I think he's just going to be able to outstrike him. That pace does not stop, and uh, I think he'll probably just be able to keep that pace up for the entire fight. Next up, we have uh, Caitlin Chukagian going up against Viviani Arujo. Uh, women's flyweight fight here Viviani 7,400, Caitlin 8,800 on DraftKings. Let's see. We got Chukagian at the minus 141 favorite. Uh, no, no inside the distance props or anything like that on this one. Um, you know, I think it's going to be tough because uh, Chukagian likes to throw a lot of punches. Um, doesn't really do a lot of damage with the punches. You know, lately she's been doing decent, but she just hasn't been scoring well. With the new scoring change, more than likely those strikes count for more. And so she'll probably score a little bit more there in a victory. So for that reason, at you know eighty eight hundred, she's viable. Uh, Viviani though at seventy four hundred on the flip side is definitely, in my opinion, going to be a better play. She might have possible cardio issues. However, um, you know it, it, she just I think I think as far as Viviani since her her upside is capped right, she's not going to put you over a hundred, one hundred and fifty or anything like that. I don't think either one of these girls are. However, for her price range at 7400 I do think we can get 70 out of her, right? <clears throat> we can get three rounds of strikes, significant strikes, possibly a takedown or something like that, um, you know, from either one of these girls. Uh, I would take that more from Viviani because of the price. However, I'm going to take Chukagian in this fight, though. More than likely, she's probably going to get this done. So she'll be the pick here. But on DraftKings, I'm probably going to limit myself to both of these ladies. And let's see here. Yeah, we're moving and grooving. We only have the co-main and the main event left. On the co-main, we have uh, Tony El Kukui Ferguson going up against Benil Darush. Benil Darush is 8,600. Tony Ferguson is 7,600. I'll be honest, I thought when the week started or, you know, when they kind of announced this fight that <clears throat> uh, Tony would be the uh, Tony would be the favorite here. So I was ready to take shots on Darush, but people are smart. The books are smart. And they're right, Darius minus 165, uh, Tony 7,600, you know, uh, Darius 8,600. This is going to be a tough fight for Ferguson, man, you know, and now he's a top, top value. He's one of the best values on the slate because I think he is going to be optimal if he wins because more than likely he's going to win by putting a pace um, on Benil and, and just being able to probably hurt him and put him down. Uh, Benil Darius said something real crazy earlier on in the week. He said, I'm going to try to out-crazy Tony. I don't think that's a good idea. I think you want to try to hurt Tony uh, and and not kind of get crazy with him and, and, and see if you can just take more shots than him because that's how you lose to a guy like Tony Ferguson who um, puts volume and then just pace at records, right? Uh, even though his, his, his record may be a tad bit inflated, man, I think uh, he's definitely an OG in this game, definitely a vet, definitely um, – deserves to be the favorite here in my opinion however um i think darius is probably going to get this done the only reason i say that is because tony's taking some real bad losses lately he's taking some real bad shots and he's not getting any easier of a matchup here darius is going to come forward he's going to try to land shots heavy shots heavy shots uh he's not afraid to eat shots he's got the takedown game he's got the jujitsu game 
Um, he's got the chokes, man. He's he's kind of got everything, you know. Uh, I mean, guys are passing up fights with this cat, you know what I mean? He really wants that fight with Charles Oliveira, so I wouldn't doubt if we see that fight later on down the future. So, you know, it's I'm going to have I'm going to have equal I won't say equal. I'm definitely going to lean Darius, uh, but I will have shares of Tony Ferguson and more than likely I'll be overweight to the field uh, than everybody on Tony Ferguson. So, <clears throat> we'll see here. In the main event, we have Charles Bronx Oliveira going up against Michael Chandler. In the main event, this is going to be for the lightweight strap. Charles Oliveira, 8,700. Michael Chandler, 7,500. This is an all-in fight. doesn't take much for me to tell you that. Oliveira, minus 134. I personally think Oliveira is going to be able to either choke this dude out or catch him coming in with the uppercut with the right hook or something like that. Just catch Chandler trying to be too aggressive, trying to uh, close the distance, as, as you know he likes to say. Um, but at the same time, though, you know, if, if, if Charles isn't covering up and he's trying to get cute, he might get caught with that left hand, with that overhand left. He's caught a lot of people with it. Um, Chandler's going to keep coming, you know, for five rounds. He's going to keep that pace up for five rounds. Uh, his chin is a little bit suspect, man, but he's in a great spot, and I think he can possibly get this done, that being Chandler, you know, with the hype train. My pick is going to be Oliveira, however. But, yeah, this is all in fight. Whatever way you want to go, 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, it doesn't matter. But in every single one of your lineups, you want to have either one of these guys. Uh, and I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Oliver, but with both of them not being uh, somewhat somewhat cheap, you know, Oliver not being over nine k, you can uh, you can build some pretty good lineups with both of these guys. So let's get it. UFC 262. It's your boy Sway Max Senior. Peace.